The Create Well podcast is recorded on the ancestral lands of the Tongva people. Here at Create Well, we are a labor of love, and we need your support to keep this podcast going. Please rate and review our podcast. Every bit helps. They said if I want to make it, gotta starve and stress and sell. But if I'm gonna be an artist, well, I wanna create well. Yeah, you gotta create well. Welcome to the Create Well podcast, where we explore the intersection of creativity, wellness, and entrepreneurship. I am Ray Saragosa, singer, songwriter dog mom, recently Los Angeles city resident, and <laughs> you can find my work right now on IG at, at Ray Saragosa. And I am Erica Elon. I'm a painter. I'm also trying to move, not as far as you, but also trying to move. And I'm a puppy mom. Aww. And this week on the pod, we are talking about spiritual bypassing this week's episode has a trigger warning for food related subjects and sexual assault hello erica Hi. oh my gosh you? you live so far from me now <laughs> oh i know so i moved it was kind of like a very quick decision and like quick move but I have yeah so I moved back to Los Angeles um I I had been thinking about this for a while and so I I wasn't quick I mean the like it was kind of a quick like I don't know it felt like it all happened really fast but I definitely was thinking about this for a while but you know when like those decisions come around like you're like thinking about it for so long and then you actually do it and you're just like totally Mm. like flipped on your like back but um, yeah, so I moved to LA. Um, I live like kind of in between Beverly Hills and West Hollywood. My neighborhood's amazing. Um, the apartment is incredible. I'm super happy, and I have a whole room designated to music and creation. Amazing. And I've never had that in my life. I've never had just like a room that's completely a studio. And so it's it's really exciting, and the move right now is, like, super stressful just because, well, no, I'm not going to say it's stressful. It was stressful when we were, like, unloading stuff, but now it's just, like, living in a big mess of stuff that needs to be unpacked, and we need more shelving, and la, 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 la. Yeah. <laughs> Boring Moving. stuff. Oh, my Moving. gosh. Everyone knows it well. Everyone does, and I'm so glad you found such a great space, and it's going to be... A great and growing transition for you. I'm so yeah, excited what you made I, there. I think so. I'm excited. And I can't wait for you to come hang. And yes. going to do lots of art nights here. So, so excited. We're I have lived in back our hype like, house. Yes, hype house, like for sure. Like I've lived in a, you know, studio apartment for so long. And this is like a big place. And so I'm like really happy and excited and terrified, but excited. And what about you? You're going to relocate too? We're both leaving Long Beach, maybe? I, like, if you follow me on social media, (laughs) I've been posting. It's probably annoying at this point, but I've had major neighbor issues. Really, actually, when it comes down to it, pretty sad ones because a couple of my neighbors are pretty unhealthy. 
So mm-hmm. I am actively looking for other options. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that unfolds over the next weeks. Yeah. We'll find out. But I love this place. So it's going to be actually like I incredibly know. emotional to leave. I can't think yeah. of it. I, yeah. I have never been as attached to a living space as I am right now. Oh so. my gosh. Well, I, I hear you. I, every time I've moved, I've gone through like the initial decision where I'm like, I'm going to move and then it feels real. And then I get like really excited and really stoked. And I'm like, I'm doing this. Blah, blah, blah. And I found the place that I love and it goes. And then it's like, it usually is like maybe 24 hours after signing the new lease or 24 yeah. hours after like officially giving my notice of the place. I go into like a between like three days to like three week panic. Yeah. Where I literally want to like take it back, just stay where I am. Like the the whole the change just like freaks me out. And so I totally feel you on that. And like when I left this Long Beach place, to be honest, I was like really ready to leave. This place was so small. Like I was just so ready yeah. to be done. Um but when I left my apartment in North Hollywood like three years ago. I had like a three week panic. Like I had the worst yeah. anxiety, like chest pains, all this stuff. Cause leaving your home is really, really, it's an intense, intense feeling. It, I kept telling my boyfriend, I was like, I feel like I am, um, I'm like going away to sleepaway camp, like that kind of feeling. Like, like I'm going mm-hmm. to sleep over. I'm like leaving my parents. I'm like, I miss my mommy. Like it's like the weirdest, like it's like leaving home. It's so real. So, um, I feel you. <laughs> Yes, yes to change. Yeah. Yes um, to change. So we've been wanting to talk about this topic yeah. today for yeah. really since the beginning of this podcast. Yeah. Because I know it's something that we both think about a lot uh, in our regular lives. So yeah. um, we're talking about spiritual bypassing. Do you have an example of where you've experience spiritual bypassing in your own life okay so many I mean yeah I, I think actually what would be helpful for me first can you tell us the definition I think you said you oh, found like a definition, yeah. definition no I found a really good concise definition and it was from yeah. a 2017 research article by Gabriella yeah. Picioto So, um, spiritual bypassing describes a tendency to use spiritual explanations to avoid complex psychological issues. Mm, And I think when we first kind of talked on that, it was like, "Mm, psychological issues, both kind of internal and what exists external. So, um, yeah, well, here's one that I actually think I've been guilty of before. Yeah. And this is like, I mean, you know, I think like as people who are, I, who are very spiritual and like 2021, mm-hmm. I think that like spiritual mm-hmm. bypassing is something that can kind of like, you know, like come in and out of your life, especially just, okay. Anyway, what I, the way that it's come into my life mm-hmm. is with toxic positivity. Yeah. So toxic positivity is absolutely spiritual bypassing because it's like, you know, telling someone that their feelings are invalid or like mm. that systematic oppression is not real or that difficulties aren't real or that like, you know, everything is up to you. Like if you just would think positive, mm-hmm. you just would like mm-hmm. go, you know, like just like let the universe conspire <laughs> to help you in your career and in your endeavors that you would get everything you ever wanted. Yeah. And I think that you know, I have definitely subscribed to this way of thinking. 
um, over the course of my life um, because it's very cozy. It's it's actually a very avoidant way of thinking. Mm. I can definitely be an emotional avoider sometimes, um, mm. you know, because I feel like I have so many feelings and I'll just want to avoid them. And toxic positivity is a way of avoiding. It's a way of avoiding the yeah. dark realities of life, of, of this country, the dark realities of just like society. Mm. And not acknowledging that that things are hard for people and that maybe it's easier for you. Um, and that there are some things you can't just like mind fuck your way out of. And that's yeah. and I, I and I just like I think that sometimes like, yes, that can be like a scary th- feeling for people. And it's like an, an avoidant thing to just be like, well, you just think positive. Um, but <laughs> it's like it's not a very good thing to say as a friend. Like if you're in like a really bad spot as a friend, like, the last thing you right. want is for someone to be like, well, if you want to think positive about it, and I've been that friend. Yes. And when so, you go to someone with a trauma or a pain or where you've yeah. been harmed and somebody's like, it, it doesn't sound like they're listening to you. Right. Because they really yeah. aren't. They're trying to bring you to a place that you aren't existing in yet. And yeah. they're ignoring what you're actually presenting. They're bypassing. Like, they're exactly. spiritually bypassing. Yeah. And so that's pretty messed up. So, yeah, I would, um, mm. I would, I think as folks in like the wellness, like, yeah. you know, arena, I would really hope, I think we all needed to really focus on not being toxically positive um Mm -hmm. because I think that like toxic positivity it just doesn't acknowledge privilege um and it's just really it's 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 distasteful (laughs) yeah when I was thinking about this jumping into this episode I was like oh it really spiritual bypassing is kind of like the new age spirit washed pull yourself up by your bootstraps yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. it's like this and the whole, well, maybe we need to talk about why that's so problematic, but it totally mm. disengages from the realities of systemic oppression mm. or, um, you know, yeah. uh, one, of, one of the the wording things that I always see on Instagram right now, and I'm always, it's this weird thing because mm. you and I were talking about this. There's this fine line between positivity and beauty and focusing Mm. on you know light and good things where that crosses a line into being really really harmful and sometimes really oppressive and this Mm. thing I keep seeing written is the whole what is for you will never miss you (laughs) Mm. yeah and it's such a like beautiful simple sentiment and it's really easy to share and feel comfortable with um like you I love when you said it's like a comfortable place because it's yeah. like, um, you know, we don't want to think about um, systemic oppression or white privilege right. or whatever. But it's harmful. Um, it's like, it's comfortable, but it's really fucking harmful. And, um, yeah. and you can, and you had to, yeah, like I remember we were like paddleboarding once and we talked about how it's pretty toxic when people just like tell someone like, oh, like, you know, don't worry, like you'll meet your soulmate or like, don't yeah. worry, like, it'll happen and like um everyone meets their person in the end and it's like yeah. no like some They're people out there don't yeah, yeah some people and absolutely don't some people don't and like I I get like um I don't know I just I think that this kind of verbiage is harmful because it 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 makes people feel 
inadequate if they don't have this happy ending um, or or what is for them misses them. It's like, well, then what's wrong with me? And there's nothing wrong with you. We live in a very chaotic world where there's Mm. a lot of systematically effed up things. And if we, if we just bypass all of this um, with positivity and spirituality and, and use spirituality for, for harm and not for good, which it's meant to be good. It's just, it's very harmful. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. I was about to <laughs> So I, what do you feel like you miss out on? whether in wellness or art or just life in general, mm-hmm. if you or the people around you are spiritually bypassing things? It creates, I think it's anxiety inducing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I in the long that, run? What, like yeah. immediate versus long run too, I think have can have different effects of it. Yeah, I think that like, you know, I've seen a multitude of different kinds of like people who've helped me with my anxiety. And um, it was interesting because I, I started working with a cognitive behavioral therapist where it's very much, it's not, it's like, not, it's the opposite of like a spiritual bypassing kind of like right. attitude towards treating someone. It's not about like, just believe in yourself or like, it just, mm-hmm. you can just like, you know, like wish your anxiety away or, mm-hmm. or you can just, um, you know, if you just would, I don't know, like a lot of these kind of like more, um, they're like, like, like esoteric, yeah, tangible. Yeah. Um, it's very much like, okay, well, what's the worst that can happen? Okay, great. Would you survive that? Okay, let's move on. And for me, that's helped a lot because when I get too deep into this kind of well, the universe will help you, or if like you were a, be- a better, if you were better to the universe, then you you wouldn't suffer from anxiety, or mm-hmm. um, you know, um, everything has a meaning and a purpose, and like, and I think that I, I remember uh, folks talking about how harmful that kind of self help, um, uh, like attitude can be because it makes people feel like who've experienced trauma, who have had something really terrible happen to them that that they deserved it. When you say something like everything happens for a reason, everything happens for a purpose, um, you create your own reality, all these, you know what I mean? Like all these things where it's like, you're responsible for everything that happens to you. Um, That's really very hurtful and harmful language because folks who have experienced, um, you know, some of the worst traumas there are, it's, it's like, oh, you created that for yourself. And that like, no, you didn't. You right. did not. You were not to blame for what happened to you. Yeah. Right. And, and beyond trauma, too, you are not to blame if you're not a number one best-selling author if you're up against yeah. every systemic barrier that you're born yeah. into. If you're born in right. a food desert or you're born, you know, like there's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that is like in the art world where I've seen this the most is inherently tied in with whiteness because I think spiritual Mm -hmm. bypassing is inherently a a really important tool of white supremacy, particularly right now as Mm -hmm. there are these new unveilings. So overt racism is not Mm -hmm. as 
Um, racism morphs, right? We talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't just go away. And I think yeah. right now it's morphing into a more like new age um, love and happiness and we're all united in one and da da da. So the places in the art world I've seen this used often are with fellow white artists who feel like mm. their their art is you know it's just it's mm. this beautiful they got into this gallery and had this show mm. and like it's all fallen into their lap when really they were born into a place that leads them into those doors um, yeah by the nature of who they are and who they're connected to um so again it's that like yeah. Spiritual, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Anyone can do it, but that's yeah. that's um, not acknowledging the reality of things. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And oh gosh, what was I going to say to that? Um, I think also, you know, this kind of language around like, um, and it can be used around race. Um, it's kind of like a, a, a really easy explanation of spiritual bypassing is all lives matter. You know, where it's like, you know, yeah, it is. It absolutely is. It's like, like a lot of this, like we are one, like, and and believe me, like these are. I I love this. Like, I I do love all of this to an extent. It just depends on how it's being used. Like, you know, like I freaking love like, like peace and love songs. Like, yay, peace and love all the time. But like a lot of times when these like language, like when these things, like we are one, when Mm. that is used as a way to not acknowledge racial inequality Mm. that is spiritual bypassing and Mm. all lives matter and and so yeah I mean that that can happen all the time I think sometimes like you know when I I'll get into like all of my I'll get out of my soapbox about race um issues and people will be like you know why can't we just we're we're all equal Mm. and I'm like what you're saying is not we're all equal. What you're saying is I don't want to hear what you have to say. I don't yeah. want to hear your quote unquote negativity. Like, you know, people are always telling me like, why are you so negative all the time about like racial issues? And I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so I think that's like, a, you know, a very easy way to um, explain spiritual bypassing and like people, all of like everyone who's listening right now. I think we can all kind of channel like and like think about those times in our life when we're like, oh, like I feel that feeling where someone's trying to mute what yeah. I'm saying for the sake of some kind of like grandiose, like just think positive or oh. all lives matter or you know what I mean? Yes. What? I just thought, well, in the last couple of weeks, I experienced the and I you know it's hard to put your finger on it sometimes but it was in a conversation about a predator that Uh um, you know I have at one point knew very well and is now in jail um Mm. and somebody kept as I was telling pieces of the story somebody kept saying it's so hard you know you have to just imagine what their upbringing was like and what they experienced and what they you know like just continuing to delve into this person and the harm that yes they did face in their life Mm. um and they turned it into an egregious amount of harm in other people's lives right and it it was bothering me so much because it was yeah 
they kept coming back to the same idea right. of like what what this person experienced. And so I think that's part of it. And maybe this is like a good question then, because yeah. both truths kind of exist at the same time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think focusing on one causes harm while focusing on the other um, yeah. can actually lead to healing uh, and bring yeah. real positivity and real, real yeah. good things um, because right. of healing. And so yeah. how do we like, how do we genuinely be positive while not bypassing the realities of harm, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I wanted to say too, about like what you were just sharing. Um, I think that spiritual bypassing shows up a lot, um, with like sexual predators and with, um, a lot of times like, you know, like folks getting folks to trust them on the basis of spirituality and then taking advantage of that trust. Yeah. Grooming. I mean, there's tons of documentaries about this. (laughs) Have Um, you heard of cults, right? (laughs) Yeah, um, like I just watched the Nexium cult. Like that's yeah. bypassing at its worst. <laughs> Literally any religion. <laughs> but like, or like, oh, that um, that new Netflix. Oh, that's not new. It was a new like a year ago. Um, but they talk about like like the tantra stuff and like you know like yeah, a lot of these things yeah. that are like very interesting and like can be yeah. really great. But you know, when people use it as a way to take advantage of people, that's like absolutely true. By the way. So I want to really acknowledge how, like what you were mentioning, mm. how this shows up a lot mm. in predatory circumstances. Yeah. And we all need to be on guard for that all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but yeah, so you're asking about like, how do we get to, how do we reach like authentic positivity and like authentic, mm-hmm. like, like I'm a very spiritual person, like absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, everything that we're talking about, I think I've like, you know, I love spirituality. I love self-help. I love, I love a lot of these things. Um, but there is a line, <laughs> there's yeah. a line. And then once you take it too far to the point where it's harming folks, others, um, that's spiritual, spiritual bypassing and that's not good. Um, I think that with positivity, positivity can be a good thing. If you're acknowledging, if you're, mm. if you're acknowledging the room you're in and you're mm. acknowledging that we can feel joy like almost like I like I know this is all just like words but I like the word joy more than like the word happy Mm. I think like happy sometimes is this like feeling like this word like we need everything to be perfect and and then it's good we're happy I'm happy like but joy it's like I think it can be experienced even with negative and like dark and like these things like kind of all kind of going along with it and yeah. so I think that we just need to acknowledge every, like acknowledge as much of the full scope as much as we can and acknowledge that it's not like a one size fits all thing. And that like, um, it's more complicated than that. And there's not just like mm. one piece of knowledge that's going to set us all free. Mm. You know, life yeah. is hard. Life is hard. Yeah. Well, and, that's... <laughs> and harder for some. Yes. And I think, again to the people in my room which are white people we miss out I think on the depth of how beautiful humble work is too Mm. and like so when we like hyper focus on the high vibration (laughs) positive whatever um 
I think we can miss that there's like a lot of beauty in this kind of like quieter digging up, uprooting things, mm. dismantling things, um, which may not always feel like love and light and peace, but is in that genuine direction and in a much more grounded way. I don't yeah. know why the word like humble comes to mind a lot. No, I think humble is antithesis. Like so, um, I feel like humble is like the opposite. Yeah. And um, to acknowledge that like many things can be true at once. Yeah. And that many things can exist at once. Yeah. And not every, not, you can't be high vibe all the fucking time. <laughs> and to just not always be certain. Like, yeah. I, people that, the, I think the most healing conversations I've had with friends or family members are when people can actually sit in uncertainty and it doesn't make them lose their mind. You know, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, um, they don't have to solve something and they don't have to like tell you the right thing or, yeah. um, offer the right next step they can just kind of sit with you um totally. I think uncertainty is really a creative space too um I've been really trying like uncertainty is something that I've been I've struggled with my whole life hmm. um but it's something that you know I there was this woman I saw like her speak my friend invited me to her I was like a she was speaking I was a part of a a spirituality community Mm. um and she was speaking on life and she was like on her deathbed and what she said was like everything is uncertain because everything is temporary everything is temporary like I had all this anxiety about moving into this new place like moving in with my boyfriend and then I was like oh my gosh, it's like permanent. We're going to be here forever. Like, this is like my life. You know, I'm very excited about those things, but I'm like, wait, you know, like when you get into that, like that that place of just like, you know, everything is uncertain. Everything is temporary. Um, I don't know. It's kind of sets you free a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Um, But okay. So spiritual bypassing, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the way that spiritual bypassing exists in the wellness space um when Mm. it comes to dieting and Mm. clean eating um another maybe another uh another uh episode we'll get more into this but um you know i've i'm someone who struggled with disordered eating for the past um since i was uh 15 um 28 now so 13 years i can't do math um so yeah i've struggled with uh orthorexia and disordered eating for 13 years of my life. And I know personally, I have subscribed to a lot of different wellness and holistic clean eating and dieting, took it so far to the point where it was harmful to my body. And I think that a lot of, um, you know, a lot, many do, like many practitioners are very, very conscious of that pipeline. Yeah. But many aren't. Yeah. And, <laughs> and like, TikTok and Instagram and all of this mm-hmm. and like really kind of promoting like how you know how could someone say that clean eating is bad like it's so hard to even like it's so hard for your brain to even fathom that that could be something that's harmful because it's yeah. like oh like eating good food from the earth like healthy like eating from the land like not eating processed foods all these things that like you know 
logically or whatever, like on paper sound really good, but we're not acknowledging the mental health, um, like repercussions of this kind of intense, uh, you know, language, like we need to eat clean. We need to be one with the earth. We need to be go back to, you know, everything before there was processed foods, which I do agree with. I really do. I really, really do. But when it comes to people who are susceptible to eating disorders and to mental health issues around um, diet culture, I I really do want to acknowledge how spiritual bypassing um, in like the holistic eating and like clean eating space can be harmful. And so I don't know, I guess I'm kind of just like wanting to share this because I want people who are listening to know that like if you're and and I know like I've been guilty of it, but it's like if you're going to like promote clean eating and um and all of this on your on your socials or whatever like just acknowledge and know that like that can be triggering for some and that we don't need to be eat perfectly to be good people mm. and to be beautiful and to be healthy we mm. don't need to like have zero um processed preservatives in our food because it's like impossible <laughs> Um, but we don't need to be perfect to be healthy. And I think that that language of this like clean eating perfection mm-hmm. in the like, um, you know, in like the diet culture, um, wellness and, and all these things um, can be really harmful. And I think that is it is a, a form of spiritual bypassing and yeah. kind of like wanting just this like kind of like this like perfect like, you know, it, it is like a toxic positivity thing. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I think that this kind of harmful way of thinking is like pervasive throughout a lot of wellness mm. and throughout a lot of art. And yeah. I don't think it's talked about enough. And so I'm really glad we're having this conversation because I think that I have been, I have like fallen victim to a lot of um, the like, I'll be a better person if I, I'm only high vibe if I'm positive. Yeah. Everything has a meaning. Like nothing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like if I eat perfectly, if I'm like super healthy, if I'm blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's like, like we said before, like how do we have these all exist as one? And it's like, just to understand that like we can, I don't know, that like there's just like to acknowledge kind of like the greater picture of it is what we have to do. Yeah. 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 I think that, well, thanks for saying all of that because I know yeah. that's a heavy processing you've been doing the last few months. So yeah, it's been of... it's been like a it's been like a I really feel better than ever. I'm like here like eating a candy cane. Um, <laughs> I really do feel better than ever, and I think that unpacking a lot of these concepts have really helped me because I think. I think, you know, it's interesting because, like, a lot of my music, I talk about perfectionism. And I think that um, perfectionism can also be, like, I almost, like, brought perfectionism into, like, wellness. And when once we bring perfectionism into wellness, that is where we lose. Because to be well is to not be perfect. Yeah. You know, it's to, to be, be imperfect. To not and to know. be uncertain. Yeah. to wait <laughs> so, yeah to listen yeah. some 
Yeah, and to and to be intuitive and to listen to our bodies and not to put yeah. so much power into these outside entities, mm-hmm. you know, which I think is when like that can become harmful when it's like just putting so much belief into like things outside of yourself, um, and letting them have power over you. So, um, yeah, I'm feeling good. <laughs> I feel I feel like I don't know, like I feel really good, but I think unpacking a lot of these concepts have helped me, and so. Um, yeah, yo, spiritual bypass. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's a wild one. Yeah, well, this is great, it's just, Ray. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, also, like, can we, this is, like, related, um, but, yeah, it's related. It's a similar concept. Mm. I want to talk about, like, I think that there's a lot of, like, toxicity and, like, bypassing of, like, mental health things when people talk about, like, we were kind of talking about, like, oh, you'll find the one or, like, yeah. when you meet someone. Like, this was, I was just listening to, this is fresh in my mind because I was listening to a podcast with someone and I thought that I didn't really like what this um, relationship therapist was saying on this podcast yeah. because she was talking about how, like, I don't know, I like like this whole, like, oh, you'll know. Like, when you mm. meet the right person, like, you'll know. And this is, like, things that we've told every, <laughs> everyone we know. Or, like, yes. or, um, or, like, you know, when you find the right job, like, mm. you'll be, it, you'll just know. You'll be so happy. Or, like, when you find, when you move to the right city, like, everything falls into place. Or, like, everything's lining up for you. Everything falls into place. Um, like these are like literal like these are the red flags to look for in life in partnership and these are the yellow flags and these are the things and I really think I just didn't appreciate what she was saying on this podcast because I don't think it acknowledges people with mental health um Mm. like people with anxiety like as someone with anxiety like like every step in my life has not been just like oh I know a lot of it has been met like a lot of times I, then, I, I am very intuitive but right. it, it's like it's like laced with a lot of anxiety and panic and like so this woman on this podcast was basically saying like listen to your body if your body is like uncomfortable or panicking mm. then like you shouldn't be there and I was like you definitely don't have an anxiety disorder then right <laughs> like that I can't right. be anywhere and well, because I think then that you like in- inherently think that there's something wrong with you and we've Mm -hmm. talked about like you were saying we we talk about this idea of the one and whatever yeah if that's not true how detrimental to have grown up and forever thought that that was the path you absolutely were going to go down especially when people put it into some type of religion And it's your soulmate and God has it for you and just wait and pray and pray and pray. Mm -hmm. When it doesn't happen, it feels like something is inherently wrong with you or you didn't pray enough or you didn't do whatever thing your religion asked of you to prove something. And that has to leave you devastated. Um, Totally. And you can't just listen to your body and positive your way out of that. It's like um, those have really real consequences for the trajectory of your life and how you use your gifts in the world, um, how you build relationships in the world. If you're only focused on this one promised direction, that's not. Exactly. Exactly. So I just like I just wanted to put that out there because I feel like this is a part of like 
we're bypassing when we get into these kinds of um, in wellness and self-help when we get into this kind of like one size fits all advice for for people um I think sometimes it, it doesn't acknowledge that like okay it doesn't work out the same way for everyone like it just doesn't like some people have different um, difficulties whether that's um location or privilege or um you know a disability or mental health issue like and so it just it got me really fuming today on this podcast because I was like, she was like, oh yeah, like if you're if you're on a first date and um you're like, you know you're feeling like a knot in your stomach or something, then it's they're they're probably not the one. And I was like, what? I was like, they're like yeah, like you know, like you should feel at peace when you're with the person you should be with. And I was like, hey. what does peace feel like, girl? Like. Oh, it's just like really upset about it. Oh my god, I won't like out them. I know, right? I won't like out them here because I love the podcast. I just didn't like the guests, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just I think that like at the end of the day, like my like kind of thesis statement for this episode is that don't let anything, even something that's supposed to be meant for good, make you feel bad about yourself Mm. (laughs) or make you feel unworthy. Or make you mm. feel like there's something inherently wrong with you, or you're not working hard enough, or you're not spiritual enough, or you're mm. not good enough in your religion, or you're not skinny enough, or you're not healthy enough, or you're not this enough, that enough, whatever. Don't let any of that cause harm to you. And don't let it take don't take it too far to the point where you're holding it as leverage against yourself because that is toxic. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been great, Eric. I miss you dearly. I, I know. I'm like only like 30 miles away, but in LA, that basically means you're in a different country. Um, but anything else? Anything else I'm you can think of, Erica? Yeah. yeah. Don't okay. be afraid of uncertainty. That's my thesis. Yes. Don't be afraid of uncertainty, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Love you all. Bye. And now for the Create Well Challenge of the Week. This week's Create Well Challenge is to write down three ways you can be kinder to yourself. Our featured musician this week is Taos with her song Near or Far. Silently we sit until guardedly you speak. You never say too much to me.
and tell generously I speak I always talk too much of me And honestly I say That generally I see I always talk too much with everyone I'll show Drive me crazy You never answer me Straightforwardly But I think I might be in love So kiss me under the moonlight, I know that the street lights obscure the stars.